0: you're just a normal person, but then you see all these people do amazing things like Ironman and and you're like, I don't know how to swim or I've never ridden that far or I've never done all three things together. Who wants to exercise for 15 to 17 hours all at once and how would I ever plan to get there and I'm just a normal person? And so one of the mantras I, I kind of put in my head was, well, if they can do it, why not me? Why can't I do it? Let's get started.
1: We actually have Jez and Nori. Hey, Coach. Nori, Hi, Coach. they're couple triathlete, So I asked them to actually share what are the top three things that they've learned as a couple <laughs> training together with kids. They're both working full time, okay, very busy. Basically Nori just finished her first official triathlon yesterday yay Uh, yay (laughs) yeah Yeah. and jess was with her so let's give them a Mm -hmm. chance to speak go ahead
2: the good thing is one of the the the, the best thing is that um we can just for example nori really doesn't swim i mean like me before he does she doesn't swim i just
3: learned a year ago (laughs) so it's
2: easier for us to you know to and after which she will tell me, let's go to the pool. So it's easier. I say, okay, let's go. And then I can, because we're always together, I can just teach her the, that's one of the advantages. Which I can just teach her the, the technique and whatever you were you taught her before and what you taught me, I just, you know, I just share it with her. The other thing is our kids is already
3: They're big, big. 17
2: and 10. Uh, 17 and 10. So it's not really an issue uh, to us. So whenever, you know, we go on a, I swim at night. We usually do it at night, at Tuesday and what? Tuesday Thursday. and Thursday. So we just tell them, hey, we have to go swim. Just do your homework, and then okay, you know, say okay as long as there's food, and then they're good with that. And also, since I have more experience with uh, uh, the you know tri- triathlon, so um, I'm the one trying to tell her, okay, you know what? You can go bike today or run today yeah. and try to do this intensity or. Something like that. So I think that's, as a couple, it's it really helps us. And the good thing also is that now that she she knows how impo- how the training is with triathlon, she now understands how hard it is and why I'm always out training. You know, for, training for five to six hours during Sundays or even eight hours. Because sometimes before, she will get mad at me and say, well, it's already eight hours and you're not still here. You're not home, so now she understands. She understands. That's the good thing when, you know, you have a you have a partner that also training to be an, to be an Iron Man, i Wow, <laughs> I'm
1: just yeah, good, Iron Man coming up. Uh, hopefully, we <laughs> need to train harder. Okay. So now, is there any bad things at all that you've learned also, or everything's good?
4: So
3: far, everything's good. He. Awesome. Uh, with the kids, he never neglected his
4: duty. He, yeah. he still drives them to school. Yeah. And he, what he does is he wakes up early and train. Yeah and I do my training when the kids in school. So gotcha,
1: gotcha. Yeah, we can and yeah, how, uh, how about yeah. double expense? <laughs> Double bike. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's one thing. You guys thing.
1: can tr- uh, share this trainer at least, right? Yeah. but that's I think cool. it's it's worth it, you know, considering the health and benefits that you actually are able to spending time together and you're happy, right? Right. Yeah. It's
2: that's most important. Before right? whenever we go for um we uh we go out, we go out and eat. Now we go, we go to the pool. <laughs> we <go>. That's
1: cheaper. <laughs> <It's> cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> you only need uh, what? <laughs> Um, yeah it cheaper.
2: Like it's cheaper before we go out to eat in a you know expensive <laughs> restaurant now we just go to the pool and that's it <laughs> that's, it.
1: The, time cool already, <laughs> that's right? the best
2: thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got <food> and water
2: <laughs> yeah, I know
1: all right yeah that's awesome. I think it's a perfect timing, right? It's a perfect timing. Yeah. Some others it's much more challenged. okay so I think it's perfect and hopefully your kids would actually join the fun maybe yeah hopefully <laughs> and yeah. hopefully then now you can actually you know, oh, where can we have a vacation race? And you start thinking about, like, oh, maybe I could do that with you, right? Cool. All right. Thank you for sharing, Jez and nori Glad Thank to have you. both of you. All right, let's have uh Amy's here. Hopefully, she has recovered. Hey, Amy. <laughs> Joseph, welcome. Joseph actually just lagged in. Welcome, Joseph. All right. Um, uh, so Amy, whoa, we've come a long yes. way. So let me just introduce. So Amy actually. I met her December. It's been a long journey, <laughs> and then she's since then she has achieved so much. Basically, her goal is like right here the full Ironman, but throughout the journey, there's like a lot of like stepping stone markers. It's so exciting because as as far as I know, some of them we didn't even plan. It just like hey, I think you can do this one now. What about this? And then also unfortunate portion is that she also had an accident, which is not what we want also. Uh, you know, So, you know, a broken shoulder, so she could tell you more if you'd like. But the good part, one of the things that I remember is that when she told me, I think it was uh, maybe December or January, she told me, oh my God, coach, I've never been this low in this my weight. I've never been under 120 ever for since 20 years ago. <laughs> That's what she told me. But so she has also finished, um, During her training, she finished a seventy-point-three, Michigan Steelhead. Okay, this was I guess two to three months after the uh, accident with her shoulder uh, being broken. But and the other things is that three-mile swim, she also finished that and even placed and did well. When we started, she was at three minutes for one hundred yards, but she just like just like really little by little consistent. Even then, when she got injured, like little by little and there's a lot of like mental aspect there also taking care of her child in her training peaks she's very detailed she would have like one hour split on saturday and two hour at the end like i have to like really customize it just to make sure it fits her schedule other than that she also finished 200 mile ride within one within one month of training after finishing her first 100 mile does that make sense so her longest 100 mile was one month before her now longest, which is 200 mile, okay? So, but we really, the the main goal was actually uh, the uh, Ironman Florida. So, go ahead, Amy. Uh, tell us what's the top three things, good or bad, that you learned during your training or at the race in Ironman Florida, which was actually just Saturday
0: or something? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it's very short. Go ahead. Hi. Um, So I just got back today. So it's a little bit of a whirlwind. Um, But what I wanted to cover in the good and bad things um, is that how different a full is to a half. Um, Because you can kind of self-prepare and think out things for the half. And it seems that, you know, the full is just so much longer um, that if you don't do things right um, for the full, you will not get through it. So what I wanted to cover on the three good things, which kind of makes it different than a half, is that um, I, my best friend, um, Dietra, who I've known for 30 years, um, was my Sherpa. And I don't think that I would have gotten through or had as easy a time with all of the logistics of everything without her being there um, for the race. Um, We came from two different directions to get to Florida. She came from Michigan. Um, She didn't train with me. She's not a triathlete, but just her being there and keeping everything in mind of what I needed and keeping out distractions and taking care of things um, and running and going get things when I didn't have time and I need to plan things out just really helped me. Um, And that's something I would never really, she did help on a half, but I think it really was more helpful and feeling you have um, support um, than being out there by yourself um, and then um, for a full Ironman. So that's number one. Um, The other was I purchased a bike computer, uh, Garmin for the full. And it was more so because I had trouble at my first um, half and I got lost and didn't get back I I went an extra five miles on the route. I was allowed to kind of make a round turn. And it's more of a confidence thing that when I had the bike computer and I had the um, route loaded, that when I was rolling along, I knew exactly where the turns were gonna be, what my elevation change was gonna be. I had the confidence to know that I'm not gonna get lost. Um, And I know everybody's riding along, but there are long stretches where you're the only one in view in front and then you, you can't depend on anybody else. Um, out there. So it just gave me the confidence to know that I was going in the right place, uh, that I had the route down and how much further I had to go, how to measure things out. What, and I mentally knew when uh, the um, aid stations and um, when I would have my special needs and stuff. So to me, that was a, a good thing um, that I had that I didn't use for any other time, even training, except for um, in the race. Um, and the third good thing that I think is really, really key for the full was having a nutrition plan um, and a hydration plan. And even if you don't follow exactly, you know what you varied from. And so if you rolled along and you were like, God, I feel good. The weather's not hot, which is what happened to me in Florida. Um, You know, I, I, you know, I don't feel like eating right now or whatever. When I got to that first aid station, I knew what my plan was and if I had followed it and what I needed to catch up on. So I forced myself to stop, drink some, eat what, what I hadn't gone along schedule for, and then roll out again and then make sure that, you know, I had bottles refilled. So I always knew uh, on a meter in my mind exactly where I needed to be. So from the nutrition, instead so of just flying by the night, and I used that plan during training. Um, so three bad things. Um, I really only came up with two, and a third one I kind of threw in there. But um, – the bike, uh, I flew with it this time, mostly because I wanted to save money. Um, it only cost me, um, what $40. Um, and it wasn't overweight, um, per leg to fly with it in the bike box. And I had learned how to take my bike apart and put it in the box. And at least I thought that I'd have the assurance of, okay, I know where my bike is. Um, I don't have to pre-plan it, you know, having somebody take it apart, deliver it and all this other stuff. Well, it turned out that the bike didn't make it on the plane um, to Florida, and I had to worry about it at being on time for the race. And one thing to keep in mind is that I was flying from a large city to a small, tiny airport, um, and the plane that comes into there uh, is very, very busy because of all the race participants and families coming into a small town that's never there all the time, except for during race time. So a lot of the bikes were delayed Um, to the next time. And we had bikes on our plane that were supposed to be there the day or two before. So just keep that in mind. Um, On the way home, my bike got home, but my suitcase is not here yet. So so going from a large area to a small airport uh, just has its own logistical problems. Preparing for weather is the other bad part and I don't know that you can plan for everything but just keep in mind that you have to try and pay attention to those things it's like I worried about okay do I put this in transition T1 do I put in special needs how cold is it going to be exact point do I need to have long legs or long pants for the bike from the beginning or do I and I didn't have enough pants to be able to you know set it in um, the bike and the run. So I, I threw it in the run um, and I ended up not using pants for either one. Um, so I would say preparing for weather and just, you know, trying to prepare, but being ready for changes um, was one of the things that's difficult. Um, and the other thing that you can't really prepare for is injury. And, and that happens along the way. It affects your training, but in the end um, you do the best you can uh, and you kind of set your goals and try to decide, you know, with coach, um, whether you're going to be able to make it for what you need. So. Can I add one more yeah, thing sure, about my experience just, yeah, just that it was very special and that I don't know if you guys have followed along in the, uh, on fire group, but, um, I'll be providing more links, but I was chosen to be, um, a profiled athlete and they, um, interviewed me, um, in studio and then I also got to go up on stage um at the banquet and then they caught me along the route so um i got some interviews uh, and photographs at mile 48 at the beginning of the swim i had a different color cap uh, than everybody else um so it was just an extra thing a lot more things to handle during the whole process for the week but it was made it even more special and something i will never forget a lifetime experience for me i have a question for everyone that's on a call
1: are you guys okay for Amy to share what she had, like the very, very summary of what you shared about you at the call? Uh, you know, when you spoke at Iron Man. is that okay, Amy?
0: Oh, I'm fine. Yeah.
1: Okay. Just keep it short, but you know, because yeah. it's very inspiring. Oh, well. So, so for I would me, love her to
0: actually share. If it's that's just okay. my life. And, and, you know, I know, and for me to say this is that, I know that everybody has a story. They go through struggles and how they got here to, the, to become an Ironman is something that they carry with them in their journey and the struggles that they have. And, you know, in the when you submit your bio um, to apply or to register, you put your information in there. And I just put in there that it's very special for me to be an American and to have gotten to this point to be an athlete and to call myself an athlete um, because I was an orphan in Vietnam. In the middle of the war and my dad is an adopt as uh, a marine and he adopted me um during the middle of the war from an orphanage there and found me and brought me to the u.s um and it just has been a very long journey of of you know challenges and things in life and that one of the things i told them during the interview process was you know you think you're just you and you do the things you do you have children you have a job and you're just a normal person but then you see all these people do amazing things like iron Man and and you're like i don't know how to swim or i've never ridden that far or i've never done all the three things together who wants to exercise for seven, fifteen 15 to 17 hours all at once and how would i ever plan to get there and i'm just a normal person and so one of the mantras i i kind of put in my head was well, if they can do it, why not me? Why can't I do it? So that that was really all I kind of shared with Ironman. Um, but they, they said, oh, one of the things they said is that um, participation for women in the sport uh, for Ironman at best at certain events for a full is only at 35%. And they'd love to increase um, that to higher, a uh, more appropriate level. But that's uh, just something that they said that, you know, having that confidence to say, hey, you know, there are challenges. But if you work hard at something um, and you make a plan, um, you can you can achieve in impossible things. Right.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot for sharing.
0: You guys- yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I remember Amy. I asked her to stand up on her bike and she couldn't. She couldn't stand up and pedal because she needs more handling skills she cannot work on her glutes that's where she came from that was i think january but to think that she could she actually finished 200 miles <laughs> it's amazing yeah and then now you know she finished full iron man she has she's a single mom she has a daughter who she picks up and drops off so that's why her her schedule is a little bit complicated than others and then so you know it takes time for like to drop off i, I think have four hour
0: commute, three yeah. times a week so four hours it's a lot yeah. it's a lot
1: so yeah. there it goes now yep. let's move forward yep. thank you so much
0: amy thank you sorry
3: okay
1: okay no no, no don't be sorry <laughs> uh i think that's those are all good okay uh let me see who uh let me see vinetta are you available to share
3: sure okay I can
1: share. oh she's over there
3: first start to be on the call
1: who are you (laughs) all right let me share you uh vinetta so i did share before um vinetta started to having some pain specifically for her on her neck so there's like but she wasn't really exercising much so she actually started swimming three and a half months ago and then it was only uh first week of October and I said like, how about do you want to try 2.4 mile swim? She has only finished two of one mile swim. At the time, she has also only completed about 1500 to 2000. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So she finished her first 2.4 mile swim in a relay team on October 26th. And she actually did well, one hour and 34 minutes, I think. And I think that's very good. But let's hear from her,
3: go ahead okay um during the training i found out that it's it doesn't take that long to to learn the endurance once you have the technique right the technique part took um you know a little bit of time to to master but once you have that the endurance it came quickly for me i don't know why maybe all the intervals and then uh, the first two races I did were only half of that distance. And then the, in the, the 2.4 miles, when I went there and I was swimming, it felt like forever. Like that was so long, so long. And I, I didn't have a garment, so I didn't know how long I was taking or if I was doing any good. Because, you know, there were people passing me because it was, it was different distances. It wasn't just the 2.4. It was also some sprints and uh, Olympics. And they were they were much faster than me. And I thought I was the last person. <laughs> uh, and I thought, you know, that I was going really slow. But it wasn't, uh, it was not that bad. <laughs> and I made it. And, and I was not hurt the, the, the next day or, or even sore, actually. I could have swum longer. It just felt very long.
1: What did you do after the 2.4 mile swim?
3: Oh, I slept. (laughs) (laughs) She slept the entire, what, five hour of the bike. She was like in in the car already.
1: Um, Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Vinetta. So one of the things about Vinetta also is that, well, she she doesn't have a Garmin. She didn't want to have a Garmin. So at the time, the very first time, she doesn't even know how long the lane is. And what she's doing is that she just comes to me, how many... Okay, I need you to do, we're going to do 1,000 yards today. How many of that going back and forth? And then I start calculating. Okay, how many did I do now? 10, eight. So that's how we were counting. And then, so she just basically follows. And so, you know, we look at the clock. What I'm trying to say is that she didn't need to have any gadget, basically swim cap, goggles, be able to come into the pool. And then definitely the wanting to actually do it. Okay, because I cannot force her. I don't wanna force her, otherwise we're gonna be fighting. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much, Vineta. Okay, how about let's hear from Dennis? So, Dennis is a very busy man. I think he has two or three kids. Two?
5: I got two kids, two boys.
1: Two boys. Oh, cool. All right. So, uh, Dennis is part of the um, tribe, and I've seen him for both swim and in running. His difficulty was swimming, but he got it from learning the right technique. And the next thing is the running. He's a tall man. How tall are you, Dennis? 6'3".
6: Six 6'3". Three.
1: Six three. Okay. So the first thing that I, I saw uh, his run was uh, he was heel striking. So there's several things that we need to do. But so he what he did was actually sprint triathlon Catalina. So it wasn't very special because he had to go to Catalina. So let us hear from you, Dennis. What are the top three good things and bad things that you learned during the race or during training
5: well i mean it it was a great experience it was a lot more challenging than i thought it was 470 feet vertical gain on the bike within a mile so i i rented a cart and took the the um path the day before and i mean the golf cart could barely make it up there so you know it kind of stressed me out So, you know, race day came, you know, I was stressing out the day before, but race day came and uh, swim came around. I did really good place about halfway uh, through the pack. I think there was like 300 people that that had uh, joined the race and I did about half. Um, So, you know, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I had never swam straight into current before. So, I definitely should have practiced that a little better. Um, you know, bike came, I should have practiced the hills a little more. Um, but I, you know, I just really haven't practiced hills. I don't like riding on the street. I'll just take the riverbed trail a lot. Um, so, that was something that was really challenging for me. And then after that, the run, um, since I had my lesson with her, it, Helped a, a tremendous amount. I ran my fi- fastest 5K I've ran ever, basically, uh, even after the other two disciplines. Uh, bad part: my legs cramped again. I, I didn't drink enough water off the bike. Uh, I probably should have done that. So,
1: great job, Dennis. Dennis, he has registered already for a Super Sprint. No, 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 no. Super Seal. Is that right, Dennis, or not yet? Are you still thinking about it? The
5: Olympic distance super seal, yeah.
1: All right. We'll see each other then. Dennis Dennis is there. Dennis is going to be there. You guys can hook up too for training. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, let me see. I know Cheryl's here. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi. Hi. So let me tell you more about Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl was actually... Is uh, she lives in Bakersfield, about four hours from me. I seldom see her, only sometimes, but we talk a lot, a lot of communication, especially with I'm one-on-one athletes. Um, so she did the hits, hits Olympic, and she's currently training for uh, La Quinta, seventy point three, and she placed first in her age group. Okay, and I believe she placed ninth out of. Overall, female. Correct me if I'm wrong, shell okay, I'm gonna let you talk. So, share. She's. She has really good things to say. I. I did talk to her earlier. So, top three
6: good things and bad things to learn from you. We want to be like you too. The three things that I learned during this race was being present, um, being present in the moment, and try not to think too far in advance because then you, I would miss a lot of um the the movements that were necessary so like in the swim i would if i were to sink too far in advance like 500 or 100 meters into the swim about the end or what i was going to do coming out of the swim i would probably fluster so i i tried to just stay in the moment and focus on my form focus on my breathing um because then i just get anxious and I start to overthink. Um, I start to worry over something that's not even, not even worth worrying yet, because because I'm I'm in the moment. I'm already in it. Um, and then you know, 200 meters to the to the exit. Then I can start thinking about it once I get closer, because I'm nearing that. And it it actually can empower you too to kind of speed up that last bit. You're like, yeah, I am finished. Um, yeah, let's let's jump out and start running. So I think that was one of the good moments because I I wouldn't even, I didn't even feel the rocks at my feet as I ran because I was just in the moment, not thinking about anything else, but what I needed to think about. Um, So that, that's kind of one good thing. Um, I'm not sure what else coach Uh, preparation, I guess was really good. Just getting my mindset, in the positive and try not to allow any external factors um, get to me during race day. So I know sometimes there's a waiting period during race day and talking to some people, you kind of get get their anxiety um, and and that, that I could, you know, sometimes you could feed off of that and that's not good because then you start to get anxious during the race. So I try to, surround myself with people that are excited or I just try to block out some of those comments that they do share um just so I'm in in the moment doing my own thing doing what is necessary and try not to just try to relax and enjoy enjoy it and then come race time you know you're you're not stressed you're not you're not um thinking too much about anything um yeah uh based on our conversation let me
1: tell you she actually has three kids she doesn't look like it because she's placing all this (laughs) races but she has three kids who she's been very busy with but um one of
6: the great things about cheryl uh you could share about how you train oh yeah so um i do i have a busy busy life um i know all of us do and i don't like to use the word balance but i do like to set priorities that are important in my life so although triathlons are important to me um, it is also important that my family does come first and everything around my life comes first and then i can fit the sport into my life so the training needs to fit my lifestyle yet try not to overwork me because i i do tend to get lately i've been getting sick so that is also a priority is if i if i get sick i can't perform for my family i can't perform in, in the sport or train so recently i've been really i've been really focusing on that part of my my needs and so taking that mental break taking that physical break um not allowing myself to feel like i failed um because i didn't complete the, you know, the workout to, to what I wanted it to be, or I, I had to change that workout for that day. Um, and then I would, you know, I would just keep, I would just keep going and, and not put that added pressure that's, you know, some of us do tend to, to put, um, because I was never doing any of these things. And so far the results are, are showing that what I'm doing is, is, is good, so. I think I just have to trust the process, um, trust the coach, trust you coach. And uh, yeah, I think that's the other positive note.
1: Very good. Very good. Um, I'm just going to add more. One of the things that I also would like to impart to you guys is that when I ask her, how do you feel, how do you feel about your ocean side? Like, you know, thinking about so far of a goal and then what Cheryl would say I know there's a goal there. I set the goal already, but I need, but I'm focusing right now. That's what she said. Can you like elaborate that more?
6: Yeah, sure. So I'm a goal and oriented person. So I do, I do make goals for myself. I set goals up. I put dream boards up. Um, I like to, I like to have things to look towards, but I don't allow myself to focus on that for too long. Um, I've already set my goal. It's good to go back and you know revisit the goal and just look at it. Is that goal still achievable? Sure. Like, am I pushing myself hard enough? Sure. Okay. So I leave that aside, and I continue doing my day to day. I don't allow that goal to add that extra pressure, but it's something to just have in your view, just in your you know, just on the side, um, to give you a little bit of purpose, I think, and a, a little bit of a drive, but not too too much pressure that if you do not get that goal then you kind of are sad about it but if that goal is high enough and you achieve and you almost need it but not quite you still surpassed it at a different like you still went pretty far um I don't know if that makes sense it does make sense
1: yeah
0: oh, and um
1: if, if you're in the tribe um I did talk about mental fitness and I did mention about process based and outcome based it's much better and it's more fun if we are process based because we focus more on the present rather than on the outcome and you get stuck stuck to it and then you lose the sight of what's going on right now right now in front of you okay so great
6: thanks a lot Cheryl yeah okay
1: awesome natasha can you hear me yes now yeah all right natasha so let me tell you about Natasha. Yeah, she's been very busy too. And unfortunately, she uh her husband had an accident, and then so she had to actually stay more at home. She has kids too. Uh correct me if I'm wrong, Natasha. Is it two or three? Two? Two? Are you two? There? Two. two? Two? Yeah. And then you know, she had to uh, her husband cannot drive as of now, too. So that's a lot. Of, and then we ask ourselves, how can she do? Actually, she beat her personal record. Uh, In Long Beach Marathon, that was only first week of October, and she placed six. Six, okay, that's still good. (laughs) Six age group. And uh, before that, actually, maybe two or three weeks before, she finished her first two hundred miles with uh, Amy. the The same two hundred miles that Amy did also. So she did two hundred miles and then uh, beat her personal record on first week of October. And then next thing is that she also on the third week of October, she also finished her half iron man with her friends, with her friends, which was fun. It hits uh hits Palm Spring. So now, Natasha, share to us your secret. How can you do all these things? What are the top three things, good or bad things, that you learn or you can share to us so we can learn from you so we can be like you.
4: <laughs> so tell us, Natasha. So I think Simple, the bad thing about me is nutrition. I don't really follow, and you know that. But I remember after my intro on LA Marathon, I can't do anything. So, you know, so straight out, I listened to you and I get back to walking on July. So, I remember three days before the long bit half marathon, I messaged you and I asked, Code, can I do full marathon? And you and you say, Natasha, make sure you take it easy, right? So I just remember on that day, and you always message me and remind me about nutrition. And that helped me a lot. So, from the bad thing about nutrition, go to the good thing. Like I learned the best in nutrition, play the really important role in your brain. So, that's it from that's the good thing. Um, the second is listen to you, basically. Um, I've been coaching with you on and off so many times because, you know, the family, this and that. But whenever I come back to you, I know my mindset and I'm really be stronger. And um, for the for the Long Beach Marathon, I really don't push myself because every time I push myself, I remember you tell me, Natasha, you make it easy because this is not your a So I really not push hard. But then one thing you tell me, if you don't push hard, but you... Do the best, you will get the best result. And I get the best result for hours, four minutes without training for the full marathon. Um, go to the 70.3. You remind me again, Natasha, this is not your A-ray. You make sure that this is your training ray, make sure you do the best you can and learn from there. Um, I'm not really happy with the swimming part, but the biking and the running, it make me happy. The running is really hot, really, really like over 90 degrees. But back to, again, nutrition, hydration, it makes me go through the race. And I finish in like two hours with the half marathon after, after like 56 miles of the bike. So to me, what I learned from you is I'm really, I'm really busy person. I really not communicate with you a lot. I do what I can Family, business, husband in hospital, in and out, you know. But like on the weekend, you asked me to do a hundred mile by and I know I can't go out by because I need to take care of my family. So I'm on my training for five hours to fit 85 miles. So you do what you can because I come with this from my heart. So I believe whatever I put it out, whatever the, the result come out. And the one thing I want to say is thank you to you.
0: And that's how, whoever, ever know
4: me before, <laughs> before last year compared to this year, you will see how different I am. All
0: right. And that's
4: all I can share.
1: <laughs> You're an inspiration, Natasha. You're an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. In the last year, her friends and family don't understand how crazy. True.
4: <laughs> no, that's true. I <laughs> like, cry. Why do you have to wake up at five? It's so
1: early. <laughs> yeah. So, or like, how come you have new triathlete friends? Uh, We don't do triathlon, but guess what? I told her last year, I said, like, Natasha, follow your heart. You know, you can still spend time with them, but follow your heart, follow what makes you happy. And you know what happened? On October 26th, her friends finished the half Ironman with her. Even though last year, Natasha was actually saying, you know, my friends say that, I don't, I'm not, I'm not hanging out with them anymore, but guess what? They're all like happy family. They're just doing the same races together. They're like really close bond got stronger. Now the husband of Natasha met some more triathlete friends, got to understand how triathlete life is. So yes. Great job, Natasha. She has
4: come a long way.
1: And uh, we're still working on it. When she told you about, you know, like having her husband, uh, she's, her husband is actually at home. She cannot drive. So, but then she's at peak training and I asked her to do some long miles. But then, you know, there's a negotiation of like hearing what, where the the person is coming from because family is first thing, right? It's very important. So she told me, I need to split this. I said like, okay, that's fine. Do your best. You know, and then there's a lot of communication. One thing that she did over the weekend, she was on trainer. For five hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she did it,
4: and that was the first time. What no, no distraction. What, no, you have no Netflix. No, right. I never. No, for me, when I run or uh, on the train, I never listen to music or on TV. I'm just by myself. Good, good. Yeah. You're on the moment. We have another person here. Sakti did do the same thing, right, Sakti?
1: Sakti from Virginia. I, I admit you, Sakti. Yep. Yeah.
5: Same thing. I do the same thing.
1: Yeah, so she he's on trainer and ask him like, how long were you there? Are you okay? Yeah, good question. I'm glad you asked because I didn't really know what I you know I was just on it. If I have a goal, I'm on it. I think about the goal. Okay, all right. So last but not the least, thanks a lot, Natasha. Welcome, Kurt. Kurt is actually in Texas. Okay, let's see. Uh, we have Claudia. Uh, Claudia did something amazing again. There was one time when she actually did three 200 miles in five weeks bike and then recently it was actually last month she did 50k and then she had a rest one week and then she did another 50k run uh, she actually even PR'd from compared to her race last year okay so even though it was a back-to-back when I first met Claudia and I still remember I always remember it She told me I'm not gonna do any more full marathon because my knee, my back, I have plantar fasciitis, everything hurts, (laughs) even full Ironman. I'm only gonna do half Ironman. So we have to like all those, you know, it's still there, but we need to like really manage it, okay? Especially uh, if you're going for longer, just higher risk of injury, okay? So Claudia actually PR uh, an age group 50, 59. Um, You also- I got second place book. This is the second 50K. And then her time for 50K in it's hilly, it's a 1850 feet climb in Lake Hodges. So it's this one is in San Diego, pretty hot. Okay, 553.19. She beat her last year's time by 21 minutes. And if you saw one of the things that we did in the, like one of the achievements, and there's a, a snippet of her nutrition because we were trying to like figure out nutrition because she said like her nutrition is all like we need to figure it out. Okay, so if you want to know more, it's actually recorded, a replay of a Q&A about the race strategy. If you want to know more about that, I'll tag you. But let's hear from Claudia. Top three
7: good and bad things, Claudia, of doing this crazy um, 50K back-to-back. Go ahead. Yeah, well, first of all, I never thought I could do something like that. I think I have done, I have never done a 50K like in 10 years before I met you. My last 50K was back in 2009. And then I met you and then we did a 50k last year and this year I told you you think I can do two 50k back to back and you said yeah I think it's a good idea uh it would be good training as far as you don't push too hard I and mean, then you are you know it's be races I said okay maybe we can do that so the first 50k uh it was good because I was able to tolerate the cold weather if the weather is was at 24 degree and it was at 5200 feet elevation and I didn't know I could survive the cold weather. You gave me really good tips on how to deal with the cold weather that helped me tremendously. So I was able to survive the race and actually I got a PR in that race. Uh, I did like 541. Um, so that was good. That was the good part about that race. Uh, the thing I did in that I haven't done good the last year is I didn't pace myself. So this year I paced myself better. So I'd say I'm not gonna go kill myself in the first 19 miles and then die. I'm just gonna pace myself. So I did better pacing myself, trying to be focused in the form. I was doing the happy feet and then I was relaxing the shoulders, leaning forward, everything that you have told us. So I did that for the first 50K, so it worked out perfect. The thing that I didn't do good in the first one is my nutrition, as you mentioned. So we estimated that I only have like 125 calories per hour, which is pretty low, and I didn't drink enough but the good thing about learning that is that i applied that knowledge for the second 50k and i nailed the nutrition exactly like you told me you told me try to have 250 calories per hour and drink um i think 110 ounces total yes total <laughs> so i did that and actually i felt really good i mean i finished the race and i still having energy in the tank so i was super happy because it was just as you say only two weeks apart and i was thinking i'm gonna be dead and actually i felt much better because it was uphill instead of downhill. I, I don't like to run downhill. I, for sure, I don't like to run downhill. I'd rather go up. So that was all the good things. It was, it really helped tremendously. And the mental aspect is huge. I mean, you cannot do endurance without the mental aspect. Um, what I do is I don't think about 31 miles. I just think about like, it's every A station. The first 50K was every three miles. So I'm just thinking, okay, just three miles. Anybody can do three miles three months, three months. The second 50K was better because it was every six months. So it's, to me, it's, be, it's easier because it's like all six months and it goes by fast, in my opinion. So those were all the good things. So the negative aspect, I think, well, I already said the lack of nutrition and hydration in my first 50K that I learned. And I don't think I have any other negative things. I think everything was pretty good. Let me think about it oh I should have trained downhill for the first 50k but I just don't like to run downhill it's very hard on the quads so yeah so but yeah that's that would be the negative I think okay so you were able to deal with both cold and hot yeah it got the extremes I couldn't believe it 24 yeah. degrees and, like, and I was so worried about being sick because as Amy right. was saying I think someone was in saying that we get sick yeah. And you know me, I get sick very easily. Um, and I didn't get sick after that cold weather. I was like surprised. And I actually recovered fast, which is mm-hmm. I'm improving in that. In the body maintenance, is huge. Yeah. You know, the mobility and the body maintenance, we keep that on top.
3: Right, um, right, right, right. So
7: yeah. Good, 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 good. So if you guys
1: missed it, for you to be successful in training and racing, you need to address five things. There's the endurance training. Okay, that's the swim, bike, run, right? but that doesn't mean you're going to be successful. If there's some something falling apart, it's possible that you know we are not addressing the other ones. So the other one is the body maintenance, which is, you know, the strengthening, the mobility, injury prevention, okay? And then the next thing is the nutrition. It's really up to you if you give me more de- details about your nutrition if you're my one-on-one, then I'm able to help you. If you don't give me details Unfortunately, I cannot help you. So it's the more you give, the more you get, because I care, because you put time in giving me details, then, you know, I'll put time also to actually help you out. There's the mental fitness and then just the race strategy. Okay. Especially with the one-on-one athletes, we look at the race strategy. If you're in the group, you know, it's your responsibility to actually look at the study the course, you know, Mm -hmm. study the course, make sure that, you know that you're actually applying. And then if you have questions, just definitely ask me and I'll do my best, okay? So for example, there's several people who are actually racing uh, this coming weekend. So uh, there's like, for example, Miami Man. And uh, so I'll, 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 I'll put in some more tomorrow. There's like Q&A tomorrow. If there's any specific questions, post it on in the group. Or for my one-on-one, just message me anytime, <laughs> okay? And I'll do my best to actually um, answer your questions, okay? Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Coach. Hey there. So if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Feisty Fox Tribe. It's my monthly triathlon coaching program where we take all this material in depth and we apply it step by step. We take it to the next level and we get results. Join me at feistyfoxcoaching.com forward slash tribe feisty spelled as f-e-i-s-t-y feistyfoxcoaching.com forward slash tribe i'd love to have you join me in feisty fox tribe see you there